Previously on Sammy Magic and the Big Cool Rock. Wait, what? What do you mean I have to recap the entire last book? Wait, in a minute? Okay, okay um, alright. Sammy Magic, he's a boy, and he's a wizard, but uh, not n- he doesn't know that yet. And he's got parents, they're cool, but they're kind of not, we're not really sure about it. But he gets sent to a school named Wizard Harvard uh, with a bear. Not a real bear, it's a, it's a guy, and his name is the bear. So he gets to Wizard Harvard, and he starts to learn how to be a magic boy. And um, then, then oh, an evil guy starts talking in his head. And it's real weird, and it's really creeping him out. And um, it turns out the evil guy is the guy that killed Sammy's parents. Sammy's parents are dead, by the way. The parents earlier are like his aunt and uncle. Um, and then the evil guy tries to take over Wizard Harvard with the use of a professor who's kind of useless and... And uh, Sammy blows up a mirror, and it causes an entire building to crash down around him, and Sammy Magic saves the day. Also, he plays uh, wizard football, which isn't Quidditch. I promise it's not Quidditch. Um, And also, he has a pig. Okay, did I do it? Was that a minute? Sammy awakens with a start halfway between King's Cross Station and the home of Ma and Pa Stinker. Driving the car was Ma herself, and Sammy was jolted awake, surprisingly enough, by Little Stinker, who in the back seat continued to kick his chair over and over and over again. Surprisingly absent from their car ride, however, was Pa Stinker. Sammy initially questioned his aunt about this, but was met with only silence and a white-knuckled gripping of the steering wheel. Sammy woke up looking at his aunt, finally breaking the awkward silence. Um, so, guess what? I I managed to make Seeker on our wizard football team. It's a very prestigious position. Not many first years get it. Yes, Sammy, that's all very well and good. But did I tell you, little stinker, he finally got an A on one of his exams. Do you know what that means? He's passed. He's finally going to third grade. We are very, very impressed with little stinker and what he's done. Well... Yes, but you're picking me up. Shouldn't we, you know, talk about everything that's happened? Oh, no, no, no. I've read your letters. I'm fully caught up. It's perfectly fine. I've heard all about your magicking and whatever it is that you did out there. So no need to talk about it. Okay, I was just kind of excited to to tell you about it. I did a lot of a lot of stuff. I I killed an evil wizard. Ah, well, you know, the first time you do it, Sammy, it's impressive. The second time, it's just bragging. This statement cut to the quick in Sammy Magic, forcing him to remain silent for the rest of the car ride. Every time he wanted to speak about Greg or Harmony or tell her about his amazing teachers, he just couldn't. He couldn't connect to her, and he knew every single word he said would go in one ear and out the other. But there was one person Sammy knew would listen, one person who was excited to finally speak to him, and that was, of course, Pa Stinker himself. And when they arrived at their familial home, Sammy busted in the door with authority, throwing his bags onto the couch before rushing up, eager to rush in and tell Pa Stinker about all of his adventures at Wizard Harvard. But unfortunately, when Sammy Magic rushed up the stairs and broke into Pa Stinker's office... He found it transformed, turned into that bedroom that he always promised Sammy would be his. And Sammy stared in shock. Where's Pa? 
Sammy once again asks his aunt downstairs, but he hears her rush to the kitchen and begin preparing dinner, not not worrying about what Sammy's questions meant. Which is when Sammy heard a voice. A masculine voice, a manly voice, but not the voice of Pa Stinker. And that voice rings out, Is that Samuel Magic upstairs? My boy, I have been waiting to meet you for a very long time. Come on down, meet me. Sammy wasn't sure who it was, and when he walked to the stairwell, he ran downstairs and he found a tall, muscular man with salt and pepper hair, his suit finely tailored against his body, and a beautiful white smile staring down at Sammy. Who are you? Me? Why, Sammy, I'm surprised you don't know. No, I am... I am... Gandalf. That's my name. I am Gandalf. And I'll tell you a little secret. Your, uh, your old ma in there doesn't like me talking about this, but I've got just as many wizarding abilities as you do. Really? Yes, have you not heard the many tales of Gandalf throughout the years? Here, hold on. Wait just a second. And with that pause, Gandalf rushed into the other room before coming back with a massive stack of books and handing them to Sammy, who looked down at them with a shock. Well, you see here where I rescued this entire bus of orphans using my levitating abilities. Uh, Over here, I defeated this man named the Joker in an epic battle. Sammy, I am one of the greatest wizards to ever live, and you are welcome because I'm now living under your roof. Why? Sammy returned his information dump with that simple question, and unfortunately, he quickly got his answer as Ma Stinker came out of the kitchen and placed an arm around Gandalf before placing one big kiss on his cheek. Oh, Sammy, I thought you were... you were upstairs in your room. Um, yes, this is... Gandalf, he likes to be called. He is, um... he's my new boyfriend. I'm sorry, what? Yes, things didn't exactly work out between me and Pa, but it's perfectly fine. Not only that, I, I've i got to tell you, I think this man is going to be very beneficial to you. I mean, after all, he is going to be one of your teachers next year. He's going to what? Yes, that's right, Sammy. I am going to be your new defense against the, uh... Defense Against the Bad Guys, teacher. That's what it's called, right? Defense Against the Bad Guys. I mean, after all, you kind of vaporized the other one, so it's perfectly fine. I'm going to be there and teaching you everything that I know that trained me to become the greatest wizard that ever lived. Sammy was doubtful at first. Sammy was suspicious, but... As Gandalf sat down at the dinner table and and regaled Sammy with all of the different stories of his past, all of the amazing wizarding prowess that he possessed, Sammy eventually began to turn over to his side. The only problem was anytime Sammy asked for details, asked for specific names of spells, asked for specific locations, Gandalf would clam up. He would become quiet, he would become distant, and he would refuse to talk about his lessons for the rest of the evening, but nonetheless, he said that he was the greatest wizard that ever lived, and Sammy believed him. 
The dinner table was filled with conversations of Gandalf's old journeys, Gandalf's old tales, until Friday. And on Friday evening, Sammy Magic stared outside as an old, beaten-down pickup truck pulled up outside, and a bag of his pajamas were thrown at his feet. Okay, Sammy, well, it's time to go. What? Time to go? Why? Well, custody, you know. And with that, Sammy, and just Sammy, surprisingly, for some reason, Lil Stinker chose to stay with his mother, Sammy retreated out and found Pa Stinker waiting for him in that beaten-down old pickup truck, and Pa Stinker's face lit up as he saw Sammy. Why, Samuel Magic, you have grown so much, boy. Come, get in the truck, get in the truck. It is so good to see you. Tell me everything. Tell me everything about your entire year. I've been waiting to hear these stories. Um, I... Sammy looked back in the house, and he saw Gandalf waving at him. He saw Ma and Little Stinker staring at him, and he looked back at Pa, and he smiled. And on that long car ride to Pa Stinker's apartment, Sammy regaled him with the tales of Professor Knave, Alan Rickman, all of his wizarding football games. And with each additional story, he saw that glowing face of Pa Stinker glow brighter and brighter. In a way, Sammy felt like he was the first person Pa had spoken to in a very, very long time. And all of their weekends together throughout that summer, Pa Stinker did everything that he could to make sure Sammy was happy. He would feed him the most exquisite meals, take him on amazing day trips. One weekend, they even absconded off and went to Universal Studios Orlando, where you can go to the official world of Sammy Magic. That's right, show up, buy your $50 wands, $100 robes that cost $2 to make, and all sorts of additional goodies at Universal Studios Orlando. But one day... Sammy stumbled in on Pa Stinker in his bedroom, and he saw Pa crying. He saw Pa crying, staring down into his wallet, which, if this were a cartoon, would have a fake moth fly out of it, because he was broke. He didn't have any money. He spent all of his cash devoted to making sure Sammy was happy. And Sammy couldn't stand it. So Sammy rushed in and plopped next to him on the bed. What's the matter? Sammy asks, looking up at Pa, who wipes a tear from his eyes and attempts to put on that strong face for Sammy once again. Oh, it's nothing, Sammy. Just, you know, work's been a little bit tight lately, cutting back on the hours, so um, we are going to have to cancel our trip to Universal Studios Orlando next weekend. So, I'm sorry. Sorry? You have nothing, nothing to be sorry for. Sammy responds, looking up at Pa. You've done the one thing that I've wanted anyone to do since I've come back. You listened. I I mean, Gandalf spends all of his days talking about his wizarding things. And let me tell you something. He says he's a great wizard, but not a single Dark Lord killed. And I've taken care of at least two so far. And... I just, I feel like I'm not welcome there, Pa. But here, sleeping on this old inflatable couch, 
being forced to eat Captain Crunch for dinner, I... I feel welcomed. This is all you've ever needed to do, Pa. That... that means a lot, Sammy. Pa responds, putting that wallet aside, before placing it in his back pocket and looking at Sammy with a smirk. What do you say for some oops all berries, Captain Crunch, tonight? I'd like that. The duo went downstairs and ate that cereal in front of their basic cable television, and they both regaled each other with tales, Pa Stinker telling him tales of his mother and his father during the brief time that he knew them, and Sammy, of course, returning with tales of winning the House Cup at the end of the year and the amazing pizza party that followed. Hey, Pa, Sammy finally starts up. Yes? I'm going to have to go to school soon. I don't want you to be alone. Well, I'm not going to be alone, Sammy. I've got plenty of friends. I've got the old couple that lives next door, and I've got my... I've got my landlord. I've got... I've got people. I, I certainly have people, Sammy. Just next week, after work... Why don't you go out to a few bars? Why don't you go out to a few clubs? Meet someone, Pa. Meet someone for me. Okay. And the next week passed, and Sammy surprisingly heard little out of Pa Stinker. I mean, Pa would usually call him every night and tell him goodnight, but he wasn't getting those phone calls. He wasn't getting any contact from him, in fact. And it wasn't until that weekend that Sammy realized why. Pa Stinker had a girlfriend. Much like Gandalf found his place alongside Ma, Pa finally found someone, a lovely tall redhead named Derby, who would come into the house and Sammy would see she brightened the face of Pa Stinker much like he did when they first met at the beginning of the summer. And Sammy was happy, but there was just something about Derby. Strange things began to happen in the house when Derby was around. Sammy would find himself tripping on seemingly nothing. Sammy would see his doors and windows fly open and shut. Sammy was suspicious. Even more so than he was with Gandalf, he was very suspicious of this woman, and things grew to a head one evening when Sammy went to the mailbox. And in it, he found his acceptance letter for year two of Wizard Harvard. He came in elated, excited, and readying to go and tell Pa Stinker that it was about time for him to return to school. But, but Sammy rushed in, placed that letter on the table, went to awaken Pa, who had fell asleep in his recliner in front of the television. And, and when they returned, the letter was nothing but a pile of ember a pile of ashes resting there atop that wooden table, and as Sammy began to panic, he looked up and saw Derby. Derby staring down at that pile of ashes, focusing, a focused look that Sammy remembered Alan Rickman having during his wizard football game last year, and Sammy grew more suspicious than ever before. That evening, when Pa finally went back to sleep, Sammy confronted Derby, screaming at her about burning up that letter, about possibly breaking the heart of Pa Stinker. Sammy Magic was livid. 
And that's when things turned dark. And all of Sammy's suspicions came true. As that curly red hair of Derby began to smooth out, and through that hair poked two very lengthy, pointed ears. Her eyes began to glow a violent yellow as her fingers and bones began elongating. She was beautiful, if not terrifying, and she stared at Sammy with just one sentence to be said. Sammy Magic cannot go back to Wizard Harvard. Thank you for listening to the mini adventures of Sammy Magic, produced by the BS Network and performed by Scotty Moore. Many thanks to Orion Ibert of the Lavender Lemonade Collective for our album art, and massive thanks to Umbria for the use of their music. Today's sorting ceremony will be provided for our new patron at patreon.com slash a load of BS, JV Hampton Van Zandt. And to JV, your mind is elegant, your mind is intelligent, and you use that mind to help your friends. Your loyalty knows no bounds, and many would think that would place you with the soft squad, but no, there's something else in you. There's a hunger, a hunger for information, a hunger for intellect. You do not defeat your enemies by power, by outwitting them, by strength. You defeat your enemies with the use of your mind. Which is why J.V. Hampton Van Zandt, the sorting fedora, would like to welcome you into the Big Nerds class. Now, if you would like to have your own sorting ceremony, you can, of course, get it by donating at patreon.com slash a load of BS, or just pick up you some Sammy Magic merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com and send a picture of you rocking it, wearing it, doing whatever to us on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That is S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And as always, remember the many adventures of Sammy Magic is a work of complete and total parody, which means you can't sue me. <laughs>